Okay, so episode two of the Visibility Podcast, where we're going to simplify and demystify visibility and SEO. Now, I do hope that you checked out episode one, where we discussed how to win at Google by giving them exactly what Google wants and how to choose your keywords. Now, this is a big old deal because this really makes the whole process much easier. So if you didn't check out episode one, I would urge you to go back and listen to it because what we're going to cover now builds on that. Okay, did you go? Okay, so you've you've caught up with that, hopefully. Now, we've chosen our keywords from Google's suggestions, but how do we know that we're not choosing a keyword that everybody's going after? Remember we talked about the race with Usain Bolt. How do we know that we're racing against primary school children and not Usain Bolt and, you know, the professionals? Well, the next little tip is an absolute corker that will change everything for you. So here's what I want you to do. So going to Google, go to that search box up at the top, choose your keyword. So for example, Michael Buble Tribute Rochdale. And what I would like you to do is put speech marks around that search term. So before the word Michael and after the word Rochdale, those speech marks, those two little dashes that you'll find next to your enter key on your keyboard. Um, By putting that search term into speech marks, what's happening is you're saying to Google, hey Google, um, I don't want you to choose any websites that have these words in a different order or with any other words in between. I only want you to show me results that have these exact words in this exact order. So for example, if I was targeting the term Michael Buble Tribute Rochdale and I did that little test and it said there are three other pages competing that basically have those words in that order, I'd think, yeah, okay, I can, I can compete with that. But if it said there's 256 pages or 300,000 pages, then I would know, well, I'll not bother with that because I know I can easily win pages that have a zero to, to say six kind of results because I know, yeah, I, I'll probably win those quite easily. So when most people search, they don't use the search quotes, you know, those speech marks around the, uh, around the search term. So that's not what we're assuming people are doing. Don't worry about that. What we are doing is we're just saying, okay, Google, tell me how many people are actually focusing on that keyword because it's almost like using an x-ray to kind of identify how many other websites are chasing after that term so how many other people are in this race if it's zero to five i'm all over it like a fat kid on cake if it's six or above i'll just put it for later and i won't go after it straight away the zero results it'll say zero results found or or something like that in gray and then it'll show you kind of the results without the speech marks. Those ones are the ones I would go after because remember, first off, Google has said, hey, people are searching for this because it suggested it. And secondly, it'll say, um, you know, there's nobody competing for it. So that sounds pretty damn good to me. I'm going to go after that. Now, one thing worth mentioning about these ones where it, uh, it suggested it. Now, it may not have a geographical modifier in it. So for example, it might say 
just making one up now. If I type Michael Bublé tribute, it might suggest Michael Bublé tribute band for parties, for example. Now, I would try and win that one, but also I would try and win it for, you know, in Rochdale. So I would put the word Rochdale at the end or Manchester, Blackpool, Rotherham, whatever, you know, something like that. So I would also look at doing those with geographical modifiers because somebody might use Google's suggestion of, you know, Michael Bublé tribute band, for example, and then they might themselves add the word Rochdale at the end or, or the geographical modifier. So that's something worth doing and then stick the, the, the speech marks around it, those quote marks, just to be certain if it's a very competitive term that you're going after, okay? Now that is one of the big things to do and probably the biggest tip that I can give you. This gives you an insight into how competitive the keyword is. Okay, so we're gonna try and keep this a fairly short episode. So I'm gonna now briefly go over what I think you should be doing next. So what you've done is you've collated together a list of keywords and you found the ones with zero exact matches by doing that uh, speech mark thing around the top. Well done, you've got your list. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna try and win those keywords. So here's what I would suggest you do next. Put together a web page. Now this is assuming you've got a website and that you know what you're doing. Okay, so for example, if you're on WordPress, I would make a new page and I would call it that keyword. So that's the title of the page is that keyword. And the address, so for example, let's say you're michaelbublatribute.com forward slash and then whatever the keyword is. So michael hyphen buble hyphen tribute hyphen Rochdale for example, that would be the, the, the address in the top. Next thing I would have as the heading one of that page would again be that keyword, and I would have that keyword coming up a couple more times in the text of that page, as well as lots of other content to do with other things. Now, I would also sprinkle in some of those secondary keywords that you found that you maybe you're not going to make a, a page all for themselves for, but you want to still come up for. So let's say, for example, uh, Michael Bublé tribute Rochdale, you might put Michael Bublé Christmas tribute or Michael Bublé Christmas show Rochdale or something like that in there, or Michael Bublé tribute for weddings Rochdale. You might put those in as a keyword just in the text. And they don't have to you know, you don't want to keyword stuff. They don't have to make uh, too much of a, of a big deal on that page. Just sprinkle them in there. And that's the first thing I want you to do. Next off, you're looking at two to three to 500 words of text on there and repeat those keywords three or four times all together. Okay, so that's your main keyword appears like three times and then three or four of the other keywords maybe once or twice that's it don't make a big deal of it keep the focus on that main keyword next up i want you to get an image or two and save that image on your computer so instead of it being image365.jpg or you know um steve's promo shot.jpg i want you to change the text so change the name of that image to whatever your keyword is so for example michael dash buble dash tribute dash rochdale.jpg 
because if Google looks at your site and goes, well, they're using the words a lot, and this image is called that, kind of makes sense. That's probably what it's about. Okay, now put that in the text or just somewhere in the page. Images are great for breaking up long text so that people don't think, ugh, too long, didn't read it. They don't skip past it. Having images in there is really, really helpful. It makes it easier on the eye, gives your users a better experience. Next up, once you've done all those things, I mean, there, there's a bunch more stuff to SEO than that, but I just want you to save that page. And next we're going to go to Google Webmaster Tools and notify Google that we have this new page. Okay, now if I've lost you, if you're like, nope, that's it, you've lost me, I'm done, this is far too difficult for me, this is where I would recommend you get an SEO company involved, okay? A visibility company like myself can do all of this heavy lifting for you and to, to start off they would probably make you some kind of a list suggesting the first few things you can do yourself or they can do for you, okay? So why not head on over to visibilitydirect.co.uk and find the button that says do the work for me and I will literally do all the heavy lifting for you by first off doing an analysis of your website and telling you what you need to change what you could do with improving and after that you can decide if you want to do it yourself or employ me and my team to do it for you. Now there are other things you can be doing to improve your visibility that don't involve messing about with your website but I would absolutely recommend you get your website, get your house in order first. And here is exactly why. Imagine you've gone to all this effort of making a nice, let's say you've made a nice shop, which is your website, and you want people to come into your shop. And when they do, your shop is very badly laid out. And not only that, the person behind the counter is ignoring them too busy on their Facebook. Well, if that person behind the, uh, the counter was to look up from their phone and say, hi, can I help you? That would make a difference. And that is what I recommend you do on your website. Now, here's how you achieve that. What you need to do is make sure at the end of every page, you say something like, are you ready to talk about X. I mean, assuming, let's assume you're a Michael Bublé tribute, okay? Are you ready to book a Michael Bublé tribute? Call me now on this number. Or do you have any questions about the Michael Bublé tribute? Fill in this form. If you're breeding cats, you know, would you like to discuss when the kittens will be available? Call this number. You know, have a call to action at the end of every page. Because otherwise what's happening is people are getting there, they're getting to the bottom of the page and they just don't know what to do next. So that's one of the big, big steps. One of many that I recommend people definitely sort out before they start doing all the other tips and tricks that will get them more visitors to their website. Because literally it's like getting more people into your shop so that more people can be ignored and be annoyed by the rubbish service. Okay, so that is something that you need to address before you do anything else. One of the things that I will uh, highlight on the survey that I do for you. So, with all that being said, head on over to visibilitydirect.co.uk and I can uh, sort out a, a, 
a website audit for you. I forgot the word then. I sort out in a website audit for you where we will highlight the things you can improve and we'll also have a brief conversation about how I can help you to become more visible and less invisible online. Also, if you've enjoyed this episode or if you've got any questions, if you just want to reach out and have a chat, why not find me on Facebook? Go on over to the search box in Facebook, search Visibility Direct. You'll see the purple round logo there and uh, just leave me a message or you can send me an inbox or you can comment on any of the things there and let's start a conversation. All right. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast as much as I've enjoyed making it for you. Please have a wonderful, wonderful uh, experience. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I've enjoyed making it for you. And please use all of the tips and let me know how you get on. All right. Speak with you soon. Cheers. Cheers.